Welcome to Top Shelf Talks. I am Chris Gickler, your host. The information provided in this podcast should be considered informational only and not be taken for legal, tax, or specific financial advice. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the host and or their guests only. Welcome back, Tom. How are you today? Uh, doing great, Chris. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, so today, our previous episode, we talked about uh, financial plan, uh, what are basics of a financial plan. So in this episode, we just wanted to dig a little bit deeper of that financial plan. So um, just to recap, can you give us uh, an overview of what a financial plan is? Yeah, um, as we talked about in our previous podcast, you know, financial plan is really a roadmap, you know, how to get to your goal. Uh, as safe and sound as possible um, in the time that you hope to get there. So uh, if you're driving from you know New York to LA, do you just get in the car and drive or do you try to plan your trip? Uh, take the Atlas with you. Uh, nowadays we have, you know, wonderful, you know, Google maps or, or ways uh, to help get us there. But the financial plan is essentially the same thing. I mean, if you want to retire at age 60, we need to figure out how much money you need to have saved what's the rate of return you need to get there and what path you're on, you know, how fast or, or slow uh, are you going to get there? And you bring up a good thing with the financial plan. That's that roadmap. And even with ways nowadays and Google maps, they tell you where the police are at. They tell you where the road hazards are at. And so as a financial plan, I mean, that's key, right? You got to have that, Hey, where's there a bump in the road? The market may be shifting. Maybe you have to do different things. So, just how often should somebody after they have that financial plan uh, come back and review or let's just dig a little bit deeper into what that financial plan and that roadmap is really is for a client of yours. Yeah, I, I think you, you were talking about, you know, earlier you mentioned, you know, implementation and, and probability of success and things like that. Um, right. The, the reason you, you do a financial plan is to, you know, get from point A to point B and you want to get there as efficiently as good as possible. I mean, you want to have the highest probability of success. And so when we look at, you know, like I said, the financial plan being your roadmap, you know, it's important that you understand what track you're on and that is going to determine what adjustments you make. So for example, like you said, you know, you hit a bump in the road, but well, we can plan for that. So what if I want to retire at 55 versus 60? What does that look like? Right. Well, there's going to be some adjustments that need to be made, right? So right. we're going to have to modify the plan a little. Or what if we find out you can't retire at 60? Well, we're going to have to modify that plan to see, you know, when you can retire. Maybe that's 62. Right. Uh, and what are the adjustments along the way? When you do a financial plan, you know, with us, uh, that covers our services for an entire year. And that's unlimited calls and unlimited emails, Okay. And generally, you know, so whenever you feel that there's something that's changed in your plan, you should let us know. Uh, I think you should let us know right away so that we can, uh, you know, make make the adjustments. Uh, and then from there on out, if there really isn't anything that, that, that changes along the way, we like to, we recommend and we like to see our clients at least once a year to update the plan. Because the market conditions change, right? Uh, inflation changes. Uh, interest rates go up or they go down or, or things like that. So uh, once again, 
initially that first year, we tend to talk to our clients, you know, quite a bit in that right. first year. And then after that, at least, you know, two, three times and then annually for a sit down review. So I know you and I have talked a lot on the side. You have some really neat tools that you use to base a financial plan and using historical data. Obviously, the historical data can't predict or have a crystal ball into the future, but we've found over the last, what, 50 years, if you model the history, it's pretty darn close, right? Well, I think it's, yeah. And I think it's funny. If you look at the stock market from the very beginning to now, I think you're, you're averaging probably 7 to 8% a year. Right. But, um, you know, the programs we use do a lot of different things. And that is, you know, it'll pick up different models they, that are professionally designed using, you know, research and some artificial intelligence and things like that to come up with a blended return. I know in the financial plan, you're kind of like the the financial doctor here and you're going through everybody. And um, have you ever had to have a difficult conversation with a client? They just weren't r- where they needed to be and for the goals and objectives that they wanted to do. Have you ever had that s- scenario? It's kind of a 50-50 mix. You'll have people that come in and go, gosh, I, you know, I, I don't think I can retire. And then we do the thing, we'll do the financial plan. And they'll be like, I'll be like, well, you know, if we just modify a couple things, you know, you'll, you'll be okay. And they're really pleasantly surprised. So those are always the good meetings, right? Right. But every so often you you don't, you don't have such a pleasant meeting, but you're paying me or you should be paying a fiduciary, a certified financial planner. Okay. We act as fiduciaries and sometimes you have to deliver not so good news, but you have to provide the client with what's in their best interest. And so I did have a client that was referred to me. He was 60 years old. He wanted, he thought he could retire at 60. He actually put in his letter of resignation, but the wife wasn't sure. And they were friends of clients of mine and our clients had recommended, you know, just give Tom a call and just do a financial plan. So we did a financial plan and probably one of the toughest meetings I've had in a long time. But I had to look the couple in the eye and say, you know what, you can't retire at 60. We looked at his probability of success and he had about a 57% chance of success, which means if he retired at 60 and didn't make any changes, he was going to run out of money uh, in his late 70s. That's scary. That's really scary, isn't it, for them? I'm sure. Yeah. So what did but, you do to kind of write the ship for them? Did you just say, sorry, I've, you know, going their merry way can't help you? Or did you really dig down in and try to figure out a way and give them a good advice on how they could be successful? Well, you know, just like we talked about earlier, when we looked at the roadmap and uh, you, you know, hit a speed bump or you have to take a detour, well, you have to adjust your course, right? Right. And so we came up with a couple strategies. Uh, one was, you know, getting him better returns on his, his investments uh, in his retirement plan. And uh, two was advising him to wait two more years. So look at retiring at 62. The silver lining in the cloud was he called his boss on the way home from our meeting and said, listen, I want to rescind my letter of resignation. Wow. And he was able to. Wow. That's, but had that's he epic. waited an extra day, he he was he was not going to be able to. So wow. he was able to stay where he was, keep his seniority, keep his current pay, benefits and all of that stuff. And now we're working towards, you know, getting him to 62. And in fact, good news is he might be able to retire in 18 months. So he doesn't wow. maybe 61 and a half. And so 
that was good. You know, we needed to make some modifications, which leads to the implementation, which leads to the probability of success. Right. So looking at his current probability, probability of success, 57%, not good. Right. Yeah. Want to be 80 or better. Right. Okay. Well, let's, what if we wait till we're 62? What if we lower expenses a little bit? What if we get better returns? Okay. So that got his probability of success like 85, 86%, which is, we're, we're very happy with that. We're okay with that. But that meant moving his retirement plan to our investment portfolio, which got him from 6% to about 9% return. Wow. Then putting some other things in place that provide some guarantee income down the road and then working till 62, reducing his expenses and then maybe getting a little bit of part-time work. But by implementing those things, so making the changes on the investments, working later, et cetera, et cetera, that's what we need to do. Now, a year from now, we're going to sit down, review everything. Right. So- and see how we're doing and what path we're on. Well, what if the investments do really, really well? He might be able to retire at 61 and he might have that 80 some percent. Uh, The thing that hurt him was the the recent market, you know, sell off this year. Uh, And that really affected him. Had the market been flat or positive, he might've been able to pull it off, but but that's, yeah. Those are those speed bumps, and that's why we right. make those adjustments, and that's why it's important to review things annually. Well, that's a great success. Well, I mean, you turn something that was really bad for them if they hadn't come to you to something that potentially has a great success in it. So let's spin a little bit and talk about taxes. So you're a certified tax advisor, correct? Yeah, I'm a certified financial planner, um, which, you know, obviously provides the financial planning, you know, knowledge and uh, fiduciary. Mm -hmm. But in addition to that, I have a certified tax specialist certification, which focuses on tax strategies. Uh, And it's very helpful, especially with small business owners. But essentially, you know, I don't do taxes, but we will review your situation and you know, try to find ways to help you pay less taxes, save more money. Uh, and recently, you know, with tax rates at all time lows, you know, there's some talk that, you know, tax rates were going to be a lot higher to pay for some of this debt. Some of that planning then ties into how do you get more tax-free income in retirement yeah. so that you can keep more in your pocket. And we're going to probably have another episode about that. Um, you know, both of us uh, are big fans of David McKnight, Power of Zero, a couple other books that he has. So we'll do another podcast to just dig into that whole tax strategy and the, all those kind of things. So to kind of wrap up for everybody, what's the best way to get a hold of you if they need some specific advice? I would say just give us a call, 614-310-0269, extension 1. That's 614-310-0269, extension 1. Or you can email me, uh, tom at consus, that's C-O-N-S-U-S-W-M-G.com. Once again, that's tom at consus, C-O-N-S-U-S-W-M-G.com. Thanks again, Tom, um, for this episode. It's been great, um, and I can't wait to do it again. All right, Chris. Well, thanks for having me. And I can't wait to talk about uh, tax-free income in retirement. I think, I think uh, we'll have a lot of fun with that one. I'm sure we will. 